Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. Right now, I do declare anybody listening to me to be a Free Talk Live producer. You can go out and uh, collect information about your community as a journalist, and you can send it to us at uh, marketfreetalklive.com. There you go. I was going to print out a press badge, but I would need to have a uh, color printer. (laughs) And journalists do get arrested, so be safe out there as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not a solution to your problem. Yeah, it's not like a magic, a magic shield. I guess it wouldn't be a magic bullet. It's not. A, it's not magic armor, but it's something. It, it'll hold up in court, likely, maybe. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, whatever. I, I can't make any guarantees of how the government's going to react. You could be at the end of that uh, that interaction. You could be dead or not dead, just like Kim Jong Un. At the same time, dead and not dead. He is Schrodinger's dictator. The amazing part to me is that. The, from the stories that I read, they, they're saying that you have to wait for the North Korean press to officially announce it. So the only trustworthy news report on whether or not he's dead or not is from the most untrusted, untrustworthy news report on the planet. Right. I mean, this is the same organization that released that um, they had found a Pegasus nest. Oh, no, a unicorn nest <laughs> right? Um, in Pyongyang. So when they tell you he's either alive or dead, that's when you'll know it may be true. I guess that the answer I to mean, that... I mean, it's not necessarily a good thing if he's dead. No, no, no. I, I, I'm not looking for him to be dead. Uh, as I understand, his his uh, sister there is uh, cold as ice. I mean... That's almost necessarily true. For yeah. those that do not know, Scott the Bigot is unhappy quite generally with people um, from the Jewish race. Why would you pick Miami of all places on the planet? It's like there's they're only rivaled by Israel itself is the population of Jews in Miami. Yeah, well, weather, the weather's warm. I tried to get to England. The Dominican that girls that is the beautiful. excuse oh. I hear for people for not moving to New Hampshire, and it is the worst possible excuse. It's not, oh, I'm tied to my business. I have to watch my old parents. I came from it's Massachusetts. Like, yeah, uh, it's like I like the weather. Uh, I get that Miami is less miserable. Um, if Miami generally is less miserable than yeah. than Massachusetts. But, but I agree, the racial composition is uh, is is is, uh, is is scummy. Well, I I I do not claim that. Um, <laughs> please, please. I just claim that it has warmer weather. That's my claim. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, it's a big peninsula, and you could have moved anywhere on it. But you picked the city that has the largest Jewish population that I know of. No, no, the Jewish population is uh, is Boca Raton. That's further north. All right. Uh, well, all right. Go on with the. It's, uh, it's more Hispanic. It's more Hispanic, which. Uh, so you don't have a problem uh, with Hispanic really people. Much better. It's not. No, his, no, it's they're not, not Hispanic. They're, they're from Cuba, so they're white. What, whatever. Whatever. Uh, I, I disagree on that. But anyway, well, you, know. Uh, you, you know, America. Uh, deserves everything it gets with the coronavirus and the depression. Jewish people actually um, only started out as 12, 12 tribes. And then after that, of course, many people came into the Jewish group and then left and came in and left. And they've had many, it's been gone through a lot of changes. They, they have a saying in, in, in Hebrew, and it goes something like this. If you ask a group of 10 Jewish people what their opinion is, you'll get 11, 11 answers. Yeah. <laughs> and you can you can switch that for a lot of things like doctors and lawyers and things like that too. But it, it's you know that's where I heard it too. Sounds like a I pretty think it was shifty on, group. Yeah, northern exposures. Well, hey, I, look, I, I took the twenty three and me, and if uh, if you sort of look at the Jewish religion, there's uh, it's a matriarchal um, passing down of sort of uh, your legitimacy as a Jew, and it was one lady 
way up the matriarchal line um, that was my ancestor. So by that standard, I am Jewish. I'm not terribly Jewish. So little that uh, 23andMe has a difficult time counting the number. (laughs) But nonetheless. many decimal points. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Crazy thing is that I'm probably as Jewish as you are, but since I inherited it through my father, technically I'm not Jewish. I was out at a uh, store Friday, and I can tell you everybody in line was like, F a bunch of this crap. Yeah, but and did I'm, they take a but, step forward into the six foot distance in line? Just really because they're not willing crap? to do that doesn't mean that they're not ready to give you know give it up. Well, look, 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 well I you, got, you can be I grumpy and locked down all you does. want. Unless, no. unless these people are standing there going, "Well, this is private property," and they and and that's who put the signs here, so I have to do it. And I <laughs> no doubt one's that. making that I argument. Doubt that that's in the minds of the people standing. That was in the line state and, liquor store. Just so you know. Oh, okay. Well, then no. Well, then yes, it does. Then yes, it does mean that. <laughs> so look, I mean, all I'm doing is testing the you know, the feelings of people. I'm not talking about whether. Look, none of them are willing to pick up pitchforks and torches as much as you guys would like that. Okay, they're not gonna you know burn in reality some politician on Central Square. They're not gonna do it. But. When politicians begin to see the parade and the you know the the drummers drumming and the uh, the trumpeters trumpeting, they're going to get out in front of it because yeah. they know that's, what, that's the, in the one back. thing that they do well is jump in front of a parade. So when they see people are like, yeah, this is we're just going on, and we've got lots of news stories now. There are lots of people who are giving haircuts for money. There are people who are you know opening up their nail salons. People who are yeah. doing all kinds of things. Sure. And as these businesses continue to open up, people will go to them. I that uh, this Kim Jong uh, Chamalam Ding Dong is in fact dead. And you That's got it impressive. in uh, Indianapolis. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm doing the. I'm driving on a 465 loop headed to Elkhart actually, but uh, yeah, I just uh, I heard that uh, North Korea's top three heart surgeons have just been executed. That's how you know, right? And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and Kim, Kim Jong. Uh, Shamalama Ding Dong sister is the one that gave the fire order. Fire the lasers. See, called it. First segment. Assassinated <laughs> by a sister who wants to take control. Well, so that I don't even. He's look. got the proof. It's corroborated. You know, if you keep killing your best heart surgeons every time somebody dies, you're pretty soon not going to have any good heart surgeons left. And then everybody's going to die. Well, maybe. I mean, is, does his sister have a heart problem? Is she like. Not today. Diabetic. And- yeah, but she's she looks like twenty five, so maybe she will one day. Uh, and you import one. She from looks China. like an Asian Cruella Deville. I mean, I swear <laughs> she. Why would they come me. from China? You kill them all. <laughs> In a nutshell, you were talking about personal responsibility. It's my favorite thing to some degree. Um, reminded me of something. Uh, one of my favorite writers is Thomas Sowell. I like him too. He said. When the government attempts to insulate the populace from the pressures of life, you end up with a country full of adolescents. Yeah. I believe it. And, and, and uh, there's an old saying there, right? Really. Like hard times create uh, strong men. Uh, strong men create good times. Good times create weak men. Weak men create hard times, and then hard times, and then it goes over again, uh, or something to that Wash effect. Repeat. Yeah. Um. I mean, I don't know if I've got it exactly right, but that's the idea generally. And a lot you of times, write a song. 
that's <laughs> that's <laughs> how I feel about what I'm seeing. I so know, what stage are we in now? Uh, it's weak men. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. You know, you go to the art of manliness and you look at the things that men need to be able to do, and you presume that they can't. I mean, admittedly. And I know it's very, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead, Steve. I mean, I, I don't change my own oil, but I could if I had to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. I don't just, I got, you know, I'm a lot older than you. I don't like crawling under the car. And I doubt you're much off. older than I am. You don't sound much older than I am. I'm 49. I'm 69. You may not believe in a state, and I know you don't. Okay. But the Chinese Communist Party absolutely does. Okay. Like 100, 100% they do. And they believe in a state in a way that you've never experienced in your life. True. A really, really ugly state. And look, I'm not saying America is free, because it's not, but I am saying it's a it's a far sight better than China. And China is, you know, it's breathing down our necks. And look, you can be a nationalist or not nationalist if that's what you wish to do. I'm not particularly nationalist. But I see it. But I know a threat when I see one. Now, mind you, I don't expect it to be a threat in my lifetime. I'm 49 years what's, old. What's the threat, though? Like the what's... threat is the okay. The United States is nice because the United States government has gone and robbed, pillaged, and stolen around the world. Okay. Okay. And once they are in the position where they no longer have the world reserve currency and the yuan, the rahimbi, then is... we're going to feel inflation for real. Right. The United States currency crashes into nothingness. Take a look at Weimar Germany. Take a look at uh, okay. uh, Zimbabwe. I mean, you know what it looks like when you, a- you got to make the connection between that and STEM graduates because that's that's where you're losing me. The United States is where it um, is where it is because there were hard men willing to work their butts off to get to where we are today. Hundreds of thousands of children could die this year due to the global economic downturn. Allegedly sparked by, I'm adding allegedly, sparked by the coronavirus pandemic and tens of millions of more could fall into extreme poverty as a result of the crisis the United Nations warned on Thursday. Now, I want to point out extreme poverty might not be, if you live in the first world, anything you would think of as poverty. Extreme poverty is like you might actually starve to death. Extreme poverty is usually uh, considered $2 a day. Which sounds terrible. In the United States. And we really haven't had that kind of, uh, you know, star- world starvation thing going on. Um, you know, the in my, in my lifetime, there was the Ethiopian thing. Now, that was caused by a conflict where armed people were taking the food that we were attempting to send to people uh, in camps. And that's happened a few times in my lifetime, but we really haven't had that I know of. It yeah, all, publicized to me. all starvation in the in the world currently is induced by states. Yes, it's it's caused by governments. It's not caused by you know, one of the reasons for having governments was to store grain in a way so that we could prevent starvation. And now the starvation, now that we've come full circle, the starvation is actually that that exists is being caused by governments or at the very least people in power. Because there are people who, you know, are keeping some kid in a cupboard down underneath their stairs, uh, a la uh, What, <laughs> what about Potter. all the farmers throwing out perfectly good food because there's no market for it? Hey, Daily Digest listeners, this is Riley Blake. I enjoy Free Talk Live, and I know you do too, but finding time to listen to an entire episode isn't always easy. So, I produce the Daily Digest. 
I appreciate those of you who have supported me on Patreon and sent Bitcoin to me to thank me for producing these digests. For those who wish to support me on Patreon, visit patreon.com slash crblake86. If you wish to send Bitcoin, visit patreon.com slash crblake86 for those details. That's patreon.com slash crblake86. Thank you. Most science, even in the U.S., is controlled... Not controlled, but is funded and kind of loosely controlled by the state. Like, you don't have a whole lot of private, just pure science Scientists tend to work for organizations that tend to work. So if China has more scientists in the state of China, that does kind of translate into Chinese power. And unless it's military power, I don't care. Right? Like, I don't... But it's going to be. That's the only threat, then. That's the only correlation that that needs to be made then. The United because States if it's only just, holds on to its power that it has right now because of its military. And I don't want them to have the I power I understand either. you don't. I get it. However, that's the reality that you live in. Sure. And what apparently reality is offering you is the United States federal government and a la Washington, D.C. or the Chinese Communist Party a la Beijing. And as the dumb, as the world power, like that's it. It sure ain't St. Kitts and Nevis. Okay. You know, but are you talking about like military power? Because if it's, if yes, it's, that's all I'm saying. So the, the, uh, the Beijing has apparently they claim developed a weapon called the carrier killer. Right. The reason the United States has the power it has is because it can get airplanes with bombs on them to certain locations. My claim is, is that China is poising itself to take over as the new world power. And will make its currency the new world reserve currency. And doing it through science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. Right. Those are the only real jobs out there. Okay. If your kid's in school for literature or um, you know, underwater basket weaving or uh, gender studies or um, liberal arts or whatever, um, I'm sure that it's great. But ultimately, it isn't sort of the real job. That is going that that made this uh, country great. You know, this country is great because it was able to make things at one point, and it can't now. It can't make anything without China, its greatest competitor on the world stage. So when China decides, and it's pretty clear and obvious that they want to do this, is that they're going to you know, increase their soft power to the point that they basically control the whole globe, um, then you know, basically the United States will be pushed back into uh, the North American continent. It'll be you know, Canada, Mexico, and the United States. Kind Where of doing it should their thing. be. What's that? Where it should be. I'm not claiming that it shouldn't. Okay, but I am claiming that inside of that, that nature abhors a vacuum. Okay, and that today the way things are, and and look, I'm not the one who wants to make an argument for a state. I, I I'm not that kind of guy, but I'm telling you that states exist. Do you claim that they don't? The concept does exist. When the the right. issue isn't the U.S. Will, won't be on top. The issue is China will. Right. So Julian Assange, uh, the United States government wants him. Now, basically, all of our beliefs in freedom of the press and all that stuff goes out the window. When I say our, I believe that that's what we were taught in civics class. But the you know, the federal, federal government doesn't care anything about that. They want Julian Assange. So Great Britain basically imprisons the, the dude for eight years until they turn him over to the United States, which has been torturing him uh, for the last six months or so. Maybe it's eight months. I don't know exactly. That kind of power that the Washington, D.C. has over London is the same sort of power that Beijing will have over Washington, D.C. in this new, scarier world that I'm talking about. 
And I'm not saying that I like the idea of the, all the wonderful things that Washington, D.C. has done. I do not. I consider people in power to be tyrants, but I do understand some tyrants are worse than others. And the way to fix this is for the United States to stop underwater basket weaving and gender studies and graduate more STEM degrees. I think the way to fix this is for um, Americans of all stripes, but just the ones listening to me, to say, hey, look, you have to take responsibility for your life and stop looking to the state to solve it. This country was built by rugged individualists. And who are going to get taken over it will, by the Chinese government, sent extradited to China on on Beijing's command, put up no resistance and no fight because that's well, not what freedom lovers do. Would you agree, uh, Richie Rich, that uh, once we get off lockdown, that all our freedoms will not be returned? Oh, yeah. hundred percent. OK, good. I'm glad that uh, I'm glad we are on board with that. All, all my goal is here on this show is to hope to turn people's minds towards realizing that human freedom that human that that liberty is in fact the best solution to most problems and i'm willing to talk about the ones that it's not a good solution to and at one point i would have thought that that problem was at at one point relatively recently i'm like well you know if there was a global pandemic it'd be kind of nice if somebody could shut down air flights uh, from the bad country and could uh, tell people that they couldn't go out or they had to wear masks or a variety of things like that's kind of a a nice little dream of the dictatorial mind that we could somehow stop something from occurring you could by completely locking it down how well that didn't work for china did it oh how are they doing like, are you, do you trust the statistics coming out of China? I, I don't. Okay. <laughs> like, um, I had a conversation with my wife and a similar one with uh, Captain Kickass prior to this show. He's like, because I moved from Hawaii, right? He's like, surely there must be a difference on the island, right, in handling the lockdown procedures because they're isolated. I went, no, because the only way to do it is the total police state. They had no trouble getting masks months. before like, there was a before the, everyone had a run on masks. Well, yeah, if you don't need something and don't go to the store to see if it's empty, that doesn't mean that there's not a supply chain problem. It means you just didn't buy it that day. You have a master's, right? Yeah. What's it in? Uh, business administration. Business administration. Huh. So supply chains so you've are heard something of you understand, right? No, I, yeah, I understand. What's that? So you've heard of on-time inventory then? Yeah, just in yeah, time. Yeah, that's a problem. That's time. a structural problem. It's but... not a problem. When yes, yes it, are is. it is. The hospitals didn't have any masks. That's like saying my security guard's a great employee as long on days we don't get robbed. Like, what the hell is that supposed yeah. to mean? It means they get delivery when they need it. And then there was a supply chain disruption. No. Caused by the pandemic. A probable, almost certain uh, supply chain disruption. Will there be another pandemic? Or another anything. Like, at some point, something will happen. It's like building a nuclear power plant on top of a fault and being like, well, there's not an earthquake right now, so so this is a good place for this. It was masks and toilet paper. Well, masks. I mean, people didn't need toilet paper. uh, Lots of stuff. So now you're saying that everyone needs to have a room in their house, the individual, with six months supply of food because you can't count on the normal operation of the food supply chain? I think well, you Americans... can't count on the normal operation because the normal operation of the supply chain is psychotic. I no, think it's, that it's, it's a... very efficient when things are normal. I don't think okay, you so room... when it's not being tested, it passes. I read on YouTube, which I don't necessarily believe everything I read, but it was a pretty reputable site that said back in the George W. Bush administration, the 
department that does procuring like that for the government tried to award a contract for 50 million face masks to you know put in supply for something like this. It didn't happen through that administration. It just got uh, the, the uh, contract let to a company in California, if I remember everything correct, in the Obama administration, and that contract got released like in December. So this is just one more inept government thing. You can't trust them for things like this because they took two administrations to not provide the masks that we desperately needed now, if you believe that we desperately needed them. But well, whether we need them or thing. not, like why is it the United States federal government's job to supply masks to the hospitals, to the three hospitals in Manchester, I, New Hampshire? I agree. Like, that doesn't make any like, sense. It's kind of like how uh, uh, the, the governor in New York was told back eight, ten years ago, whatever it was, that he was going to need 15,000 ventilators, which they ended up not really needing, but they were told they should have them on hand. And instead of spending the $500 million, they spent a lot of money on things like trying to start a, a you know, a windmill or a light bulb. Yeah, whatever the heck they're know, doing over there. So apparently, um, I, I don't even know why, but what you've told me, Richie Rich, is that Russia is selling citizenship. Sure. That's one way to say it. Yeah. Go ahead. Putin signs a law allowing foreigners to become Russian without giving up existing citizenship. Okay. Now, that's important. The United States will tell you that you have to give up foreign citizenships, um, but they really don't enforce it. Okay. They really kind of can't, because if the UK is like, I still consider you UK, the US can't. I mean, they can but can they really be, well, I, I decide what the UK thinks. Like, yeah. So we'll get into it, but that's one of the questions I had. Like, if I become a Russian, am I stuck being a Russian too? Like, will and they let me And if you vote, out? then you, you'll be a Russian influencing the U.S. election. There you go. And I don't vote, so it won't even matter. <laughs> Just weeks after being introduced to Parliament, a new law simplifying the naturalization process has been signed by the president of Russia. On Friday, President Vladimir Putin put pen to paper to revolutionize the country's citizenship laws. From July onward, foreigners living in Russia will be able to co- become citizens of the country without giving up their existing passport. Uh, although rumors- And this seems to be a thing, is having two passports. And people really want to have more than one passport. Right, because there's certain places that you're not allowed to go with the United States passport. And if you want to go there... Well, hold on. Um, so when you say not allowed to go, what do you mean? Uh, that if you have the existing passport, they don't let you travel there. Well, you need to get a visa to okay. go there. What do you think the advantage to this might be? I mean, I think it's interesting. That's the thing. I don't know what the advantage would be to me or a, or a United States citizen unless you're you know unless you have a connection to Russia or you're trying to get out or trying to get there for whatever reason you. I have. mean, or if you catch a uh, warrant in the U.S., you might want to get on a plane. Oh God, you could perhaps. Yeah. I mean, you know, it is a backup country. It's not the best one, but... Yeah, I don't think... And I mean, it's not just for U.S. citizens. So if Russia might be better than wherever you are. And I would think that if you were stacking up... uh, like if uh, Clearly, most of the people listening to me have a U.S. passport or are eligible for one, right? And I would think that the Russian passport would be a nice complement to that passport. Presumably, the places that you need... A visa 
um, to get into with a U.S. passport, you could get into without one with a Russian passport. Right. I don't know the answer to that question, yeah. but apparently they've just made getting a uh, Russian passport and citizenship uh, quite a bit or maybe easier. you want to go to some place that the u.s is messing with and you don't want to flash your u.s passport on the way in uh, well i mean there's a lot of americans that go abroad and claim to be canadian i mean yeah yeah but, now but you at the border you have to show else. your u.s passport and then you tell everyone there you're canadian right. <laughs> i'm from really close in canada there was a mistake <laughs> <laughs> now i've never done that trump is threatening the post office if they don't do as he wishes. And, you know, I got to say, this is one of the things that kind of bugged me about um, the whole Trump becoming president. Uh, admittedly, I like that Neil Gorsuch and to some extent, Brett Kavanaugh, n- n- not the best, but to some extent, Brett Kavanaugh um, were appointed by Donald Trump. But that's mostly where my favor tends to end i i mean the guy is amusing he doesn't seem to want to fight too much i like that but uh yeah that's it uh, so what's he trying to get the post office to do bizarrely he's withholding funds from the post office unless they charge amazon more for shipping why is that bizarre because that's a weird reason to withhold funds no like it's you, not you're like punishing one company if i have a kid and they're like they have my car and and they're like selling rides for less than what the gas costs. I might be like, okay, you stop it. But it's not across the board. Charge more. It's one. Spe- it's like charge charge that one kid more, right for the ride. Like Susie can well, ride for the same di- price. Because you're giving that one kid a deal, probably. Tommy Amazon has, has to pay deals more. with the post office. Though. Let's go ahead. Let's hear uh, the article. President Donald Trump said Friday that he won't approve a ten billion dollar loan. For the U.S. Postal Service, unless the agency raises charges for Amazon and other big shippers to four or five times and the other big rate. shippers, uh-huh. okay. The Postal Service is a joke because they're handling they're handing out packages for Amazon and other internet companies, and every time they bring a package, they lose money on it. Trump told reporters in the Oval Office. The president was responding to a question about reports his administration plans to force major changes. In postal operations, as the price for approving a $10 billion loan that was included in the government's $2 trillion economic rescue package. I would, if I was, you know, the president, I'd ring up Jeff Bezos, whom he is enemies with. <laughs> I'd say, hey, how can we make this organization more efficient? Or I'd ring up uh, FedEx or UPS or something. Like, they have the nuts and bolts of a really great shipping company, and somehow they manage to keep on messing it up. And to some extent, the United States government requires the post office to do ridiculous things. It makes it difficult for them to compete. But at the same time, they've got a monopoly on first-class mail. Which is way too cheap, right. as it is. You know, I mean, you know, right now the president could be doing his, you know, his weekly, his uh, evening-long song and dance that says, write grandma a letter, right? And uh, get the kids of America to write grandma a letter. They were trying to get people to buy stamps, first the, the, the forever stamps, Wait, in advance. They were trying to get yes. people? I thought people were doing that on their own. Well, they're basically a currency. Yeah. You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live, and more, all for free at freetalklive.com.